the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon along with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is the first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women regain control of their lives. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Good to be here. Good to have you guys. Hey, uh, folks, we're glad that you're with us. Uh, tonight's show is going to be a real good show. I'm interested to see what Blaine and Ed's going to be bringing to the table. Um, the topic tonight, folks, will be the keys to joy. Um, so this will be interesting. You know, guys, I know how it is in the world. There's a lot of anger, a lot of misery, a, little, a lot of everything going on today. But you know what? There has to be some joy in our life, and we know what that brings entail. So I'd like to give you guys this time and opportunity to f- talk about uh, anything about the homeless ministry last Saturday or so. So anybody got anything they'd like to share? Yeah, John. You know, I, I again, I, 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 I really, really appreciate, and, and we're having we're having fun out there. Mm-hmm. You know, John will break. John will start. Uh, uh, Pastor John will start speaking to a lot of them as, as we gather for prayer and and uh, just says, hey, Blaine, what's the word of the day? And, you know, this past week, John, um, it was Psalm 150. Yes. And, you know, everything, tremble, the sound of the tremble, the drum, the stringed inter- instruments, everything that has breath, praise the Lord. So, you know, there's a lot to be thankful for. And I, it was very encouraging to me to encourage them to be thankful for what we do have. And that, that psalm, you guys, that psalm ripped me to pieces this week, and I'll, I'll share yeah. that a little bit later. Yeah, that's one of my favorite songs I sing all the time. Um, I sing that to the Lord all the time, and I just love that, Psalms. So it's actually in Psalms 100 is a really good psalm, yeah. too. Yeah, they, uh, they <clears throat> listen very good. I, they, something we've kind of started a few few weeks back, I've done it off and on over the years, but of uh, doing a little uh, preaching before we get started, just sharing the Word of God. And, uh, boy, they they pay attention. They listen. And uh, when we gather out there to pray, they circle around, and and they kind of, this last week, they were kind of uh, waiting for the Word uh, when we were done praying. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you just see them starting to, catch on to what's what's taking place they know they're going to hear the word of god <laughs> before they eat yeah and, you know and that's what's so enjoyable about it um and what blaine was talking about is that um we'll start off the 
the gathering there and we usually bless the food and that and but this time we've been doing is telling them you know the thing is about it was sharing with them bringing the food out to them the bringing the clothing bringing us out there praying with them it's awesome but you know it's all about god is sending us out there to be the messengers to tell them that god loves them and they he's looking for them and wants to have them in his life and you know and when we start talking to them that way it becomes a personal thing now with them mm-hmm. and that's what the greatest thing is and god's been saying that upon my heart and telling me you need to tell them why you're out there and you know the the blessing is that god provides everything else like the fooding yeah. the clothing us putting them in hotels being with them giving them those breaks those retrieve getting off the streets not fighting with everybody and all that circumstances to go around in that lifestyle. So, you know, when you, you can see the joy, have you noticed the, the feel of the, even the atmosphere, folks? It's just, um, you can feel the presence. It's, you know. Well, that's exactly what I wanted to share, you guys. Uh, Pastor Ed, you nailed it. Gosh darn it, folks. I think that we are all very guilty of judging these homeless folks. Mm. And what you said, Pastor Ed, is they help. They're quiet. They're very respectful. So, no, they're all not the same, folks. I know. I don't want you know. we got to be safe. we got to be under God's hedge of protection. But these folks, they are, Pastor Ed, they are respectful. They're hungry for the word. They're very hungry to get to that food, but they're hungry for the word. And so if I can put a little bit of jab out there to our listeners as, you know what, if you can share the truth, the good news, and God's love to some folks, if they come into your path, um, share with them the truth of God. We have seen a lot of great fruit. We have seen some great results with the folks that show up to see us on Saturdays. Yeah. Absolutely. And I want to add a little bit more to that, too. It, these people are, um, they, they're used to getting, I can't even explain to you. I can tell you this, folks, is that you don't know how many times I hear someone tell me, you know, last night I was laying there. And a bunch of young people came by and shot me with pellet guns or threw rocks at me or bottles or uh, cussed me out or all kinds of different things you hear of all what happens to these people. If it became that way to you and I, I think that we would start to get a hardened heart about our fellow mankind. But yet, when you talk to these people and you have a one-on-one with them and you share with them and and, and you're sharing with them and you're talking to them – they have a lot of respect for us and they and they and they have and they open up and they talk to you and and you know just even that little bit of time it you can just see the flicker of mm-hmm. hope start coming back in their eyes it, it, you know i look at their eyes and what i see sometimes is blank stares and it just tells me there's no hope whatsoever on these people so what we're trying to say is that we get to see the good, we get to yes, see the very bad, and we get to see the ugly too, and, I, and you know, in that old movie. But the thing about it is, is that we got to sometimes how would we act if we put ourselves in that position. So. You know, one of the things I've noticed when you start talking to them and you start asking personally, personal questions, they get real responsive because somebody's finally taken an interest in them. But what I found is I was talking to a young man. It's been a little while back, and as he's talking, I'm looking around to see what's going on, and he just shut up. And you know, what's the rest of the story? And he said, "Are you listening?" Boy, that what a key that was because yeah. they're looking for somebody that's interested in them and willing to 
spend some time with them and listen to their story. Yes. And I think that has a big uh, effect on them as well because now if somebody's interested, that brings hope to them. Yes, it does. So You're absolutely right. And, you know, and, and there's so many different um, points of how they got on the streets. Um, I know that we have a biased way of looking at things sometimes, and it's like it has to usually do with drugs alcohol or some kind of form of uh of a problem like that but it's interesting when you start to do the calculations of how people are get on the street it's not all by that it we heard of people being on streets by their house burning down Mm -hmm. Uh, i heard we heard a couple of that we've heard other things jobs lost and couldn't come couldn't couldn't keep the payments up at their place and ended up out on the streets and the bad thing is folks it's um you think there's a lot of resourcing to the numbers and to the resourcing there's not that much resourcing that we have um and so what happens is is that they become a number and in in some places only can help them with this much and other places can help them with that much and so it's really hard for them and especially in what zone they're at you know we're out here in the east county is um is a little different than san diego county i mean san diego city and and so it all varies in that so we're just trying to show you the hearts of some of these people so mm-hmm. you know guys i'll let you finish up if you have any else the thing to say and then we'll get on to the program I'm okay right now. I'm ready. Good. All right, folks. Okay. Today's, uh, again, today's topic will be the keys to joy. So I'm going to go ahead. You know, joy joy versus today's world is an interesting topic. And we know what the world wants to demonstrate. It has a lot of hatred. It has a lot of violence going on. You start turning on your news. I get to the point where I just want to shut it off within the first few minutes because of all what's going on very rarely do we hear any really good messages that really come out of um the news you might hear a couple good things which is always good but there's a lot of anger and so you know the joy is of what what joy what is your joy is it helping others or is it receiving money and you're paying your bills and you're overjoyed because now you got a little bit of money you can go do some things so that's what we're trying to talk about. What is your joy? And, you know, I went to the dictionary, and I wanted to hear what the, I know what the definition is, but I'd love to go to the dictionary because sometimes my definition is a little bit different than what the dictionary is. But joy, it says, and joy, and when I looked it up, it said gladness or pleasure. And I said, interesting. Okay, well, let's go to gladness or glad and find out what that means in the dictionary. And it says, this is what glad said. It says, please. Happy, joyous, giving joy. Interesting. I love that last one, giving joy. Interesting. Then I went to pleasure. And in pleasure said, in different um, definitions said, enjoyment, satisfaction, will, choice. And I thought, I'm thinking, man, does this not only sound familiar, sounds like something coming out of my Bible, you know, down the yeah. Texas. So I started putting the things together. And I started really thinking, if you're giving joy to others, that brings you joy. Like when we're out there helping the the homeless, I feel good. I get joy and an expressible joy that is different than what other people would call joy. They might do their joy a little bit different, maybe in recreational. 
um, on a football game or something like that. There's different types of joys. So this is what I started off with Psalms 32, verses 1 and 2. It says, Oh, what joy for those who disobedience is forgiven, whose sin is put out of sight. Yes, what joy for those who record the Lord's, uh, excuse me, whose record the Lord has cleared of guilt, whose lives are lived in complete honesty. And I started right down. We have many reasons for joy. God's forgiveness through Christ, the friendship of other believers, and the internal hope of heaven, of being with God. And these things came upon my hand, and I started thinking about the different things of what, um, of what the keys of what Jesus talked about joy, about the different, you know, disciples. And James, you know, I love James. James is one of one of my good favorite books too. I don't know what your guys' favorite books are, but I just love James a lot. It has in um, verses when I was talking about satisfaction and happiness and all that. In James, First uh, James chapter one, verses two to four, it says, "Dear brothers and sisters, when trouble comes our way, consider it an opportunity for great joy." For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is full, fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. And I thought, man, isn't that that sense? We get joy when we overcome temptations, right? I mean, you get get a, a joy in your heart. You get joy when God comes to you and speaks to you. And, and you have that relationship. The greatest thing I love is that we need to keep our eyes on, on focus on God. And that's what's going to bring us joy. I wrote here, I said, God wants us to experience joy. And that's in John 15, verses 9 through 11. And I'm going to go ahead and read that to you guys. And it says here, I have loved you even as the Father had loved me. Um, Excuse me. Yes, I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. When you obey my commands, you remain in my love just as I obey my Father's command and remained in his love. I have told you these things so that you would be filled with my joy. Yes, with, with yes, your joy will overflow. Again, mm-hmm. I think we took and we look at different ways at joy. We look at it in a world's eyes, in a world's way, as what I was reading you through the diction, um, through the definitions. As we look at it through God's eyes, and we lean to learn on God, God will give us an expressible amount of joy. It brings me to the next one, which is, through faith, we experience the joy that comes from hope. And I love that one. That's in Romans 5, 2. And again, it's the faith that we experience. And in 5, 2, it says here, because of our faith, Christ has brought us into the place of un, unserved privilege where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. You, it's all about keeping our eyes fixed on the Lord, keeping, the, keeping looking at what we have eternity in life. That will keep our joy going. It will keep us going. On goes on to the next I wrote down here. The Holy Spirit brings uh, bring us joy. That's in Romans fourteen seven. 
And in 14.7, it's written here, it says, For we do not live for ourselves or die for ourselves. So, it's, um, excuse me, yes. And so, it's again, it's not about what, 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 what we're living for ourselves. Our self is for joy. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Yes. It, um, excuse me. I got a little lost there for a second. The Holy Spirit does bring us joy. It does bring joy. And it goes on. If we live... It is an honor to, to um, it's an honor to the Lord. And if we die, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is, I'm sorry. I was reading seven. It's 17. I knew someone's going on here and I kept <laughs> looking at my scripture and my notes. I'm thinking something's going, no, I'm sorry, folks. It's uh, 14, uh, Roman, uh, Romans 14, verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of what we eat or drink, but of living a life of goodness and, and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So, you know, and it goes on to say, if you serve Christ with this attitude, you will please God and others will approve you, too. So it's all about getting the joy. And the last one, I think, is the best one of all. I wrote here in heaven, there will 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 only be joy. We know that in um, 21, four, if I remember right, verse yes. And it says here that he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And there will be no more death or sorrow, or crying or pain. All these things are are gone forever. Those are where our joys are at, guys. I can go on a little bit more into more joy and stuff, but my joy is is helping others. It's if I put others first and help them, I get joy that's unspeakable about helping the homeless. I can't tell you folks how much it is. It's to see someone get off the streets who says, I've been asking other places, agencies, other agencies, and haven't got any help. And then you get them off the streets, eight, year, eight six months, eight months down the road, a year, you're getting a call. They're talking to you. You're talking to them. Their life has totally is changed. Their way with God is totally different now. Everything is changed. That's inspectable joy. And I wonder how much joy that brings up in heaven. Really? Yeah. I'll pass it over to one of you guys now. Okay. Ed. Yeah, you know, I following that up, I've always had uh, I've always taught that <clears throat> that happiness is a is a uh, an emotion. And situations around you you can be happy with if they're not good situations and you don't have a lot of happiness. But joy is a choice. And as you read all that, here's I'm uh, going to be in Psalms 12 Chapter twelve or chapter two, verse twelve. It says, Submit to God's royal son. Well, submitting is an act that you choose to do. And that's where your joy comes from. So it's it's uh, happiness is different from joy. Uh, happiness is something that wells up inside of you. Joy is something you choose. When you choose God, you're gonna have joy. Absolutely. Finishing off this verse twelve, it says, "Submit to God's royal Son, for He will be, or He will become angry, and you will be destroyed in the midst of all your activities. For His anger flares up in an instant." But then, listen to this. But what joy for those who take refuge in Him! So, if you're out on your own, you're doing your own things, and you don't have any part of God, you're going to have a lot of turmoil. But when you take refuge in in God, refuge means uh, protection, yet you're under his uh, authority and under his protection, uh, then you can have joy. So, it's again, it's a choice. Um, 
You choose Jesus, you're going to have joy. You reject Jesus, you're not. Uh, the next one I wanted to go to real quick. Uh, see if I can get over here real quick. Uh, it's in chapter 5, verse 11. It says, But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them sing joyful praiseful, uh, praises forever. Spread your protection over them like all who love your name and may be filled with joy. Mm-hmm. So under the protection of, of uh, Jesus, how can you not have joy? The people on the street, I think this is one of the places where they get hope is the fact that those that have become Jesus or come to, to Jesus, they now have a hope that somebody's going to do something. They're under the, God's protection. So that's why I, I talk about uh, happiness is something that can come and go depending on the circumstances. But you can have joy. I don't care what the circumstances are. When you're in Christ and you're living under his protection, there's joy there because you know that uh, these bad things are not going to help you. I, I'm going to do one more. I had some more. I've got a whole list here, but I got one more I'm going to do, and then I'll uh, I'll turn it over to uh, Blaine. This is uh, chapter 16, uh, verse 11, and it says, "You will show me, uh, you will show me the way of life." granting me the joy of your presence and the pleasures of living with you forever. And again, it's this refuge. You're under Christ. This one adds a little more to it when we talk about the keys of joy. Here's one of the keys. Show me your ways. Show me the way of life. So one of the keys is you have to allow Christ to show you how to live, how to move on, how how your life should go. And... Uh, so there, there's a lot of keys to the joy, but I, I think the main one is that just remember it's your choice. You can choose Jesus, and you can live under his protection and under his, as, as Psalm says, under his wings. <laughs> yeah. uh, or, or you can choose to live without him. Yeah. One brings joy. The other brings you nothing but misery. Absolutely. So blame them. Well, you know, uh, Pastor Ed, I want to agree with you, and you guys, you guys all know we have all— seen folks out there that have joy yeah haven't we oh yeah no matter what their circumstances Absolutely. are when you run into somebody who is spirit-filled they are in love with jesus they have so much joy i see that in a lot of women and even at the park ministry it, it rubs off on you and you're like whoa whoa why do i feel better yep. um it's because of that joy but i have just one scripture i wanted to, to read you guys you're gonna like this um well i hope you like it <laughs> it's gonna be it's going to be Psalm uh, 30, and it's going to be ver- verse 4 and 5. It says, Sing praise to the Lord, you saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holy name. For his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. You know, my daughter, I'm going to use her as an example for a moment here. She calls me, and younger, young mom, kids, husband, lots of responsibilities, and I tell her, just pray, hold on. Things change in a day. And they do, don't they, guys? Things change in a day. And so her, and then she'll call me the next day laughing and giggling, going, Dad, you won't believe this. So in this week, I was able to, um, I had a call from another family member that was uh, very distraught. And we prayed and we prayed. We got together. We read what God's words. What we're trying to share with you, brothers and sisters, is this. Our message will not change. 
God's using us to help the homeless, to bring the uh, the word of God, the, the good news to those that are out on the streets right now. But for all the rest of us, God wants to use you. He wants you to encourage those around you. And we have that joy, not because of where we are, who we are, or what we're doing, but because the Lord Jesus Christ went to prepare a place for us in his Father's kingdom. So keep that joy up. Stay in his word. You're going to be joyful. Uh, you know, it might not look good in the nighttime, but joy will come in the morning, man. Give it to your Lord and Savior. Absolutely, Blaine. I love yeah. it. And that's what it's about. These are the keys to joy. I think people look in the wrong, um, uh, look for the wrong ways so of looking for joy. I think people look for happiness, and happiness is only a moment of a fleeting time. Joy is a continuous time with the Lord. And mm-hmm. I'm stressing it. I can't stress it enough. When you seek the Lord and you ask for the Lord and you ask the Lord to give um, to help you with the joy, He's gonna you're going to be able to help others. And it's going to give you the joy that's going to, blow your mind i i can't explain enough about how well it is ed blaine i know we're coming down to the end here i'd like to give you all a little shout out before we um before we start closing the show is there anything that you'd like to follow up with well you know i just want to agree with you um john with again the circumstances that i saw this week um folks inviting jesus into the life they were glowing they had so much joy but to be part of that and to watch God move, my joy was tripled. Couldn't even, couldn't even measure it. I, 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 I called a lot of people that pray for me, and I said, you know what? I feel I just need to be on a mountaintop with my hands in the air praising my God. Our God is so good. It's, it's the joy that we get when we can share his truth. God, I love it. I love it. Yeah. No, I'm. Uh, you good, Ed? Okay. Yeah. You know, um, and and this is this might this is a, probably a message for someone out there. Maybe you're going through some hard times, and there's not joy going on in your life, or any anything that seems it's going right. There, there's there is hope, and that mm-hmm. hope is Jesus Christ. So I'd ask that you would get with Him, let Him fill you with His joy, and and just just try it. Trust me. I know from from my point of view, from uh, for what God done for me and the rest here, He He'll give you joy. I you know I want to give a time to shout out for our people out there. Hey Javier, thank you for supplying this um, from Sombreros for supplying the food. Hey uh, Kim and Anna, thank you for Goodwill for helping us out with the clothing. Steve Forsyth over at Elkhorn Wesleyan Church, thank you for helping us. Jeremy and Tim over Skyline. Hey, we appreciate all your help that we can help the homeless too. Hey, Ed, I know that you always end up the show by asking people to give you a call about the show. Would you like to go ahead and do that? Sure. Any, you have any questions or any suggestions that might uh, you think might better the show, we'd be glad to hear from you. And, uh, and if you need prayer, if you need prayer, call us. We'd be glad to pray for you. My phone number is 619-252-0060. Again, that's 619-252-0060. Be glad to hear from you. Well, folks, you got it from them. So I just hope that the Lord will give you a bunch of joy, and may God bless you, and good night. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. 
This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.